This is Africa I Gotcha. Today is the 1st of June 2020. This is the most difficult podcast to date for us to publish today. We moan, we cry for the soul of George Floyd, who was murdered in the streets of Minneapolis by a white police officer and fuel view of four other white police officers and essential emergency services. Today's podcast will be an audio of what many and different voices across America and the world are saying about this privacy that has continued to occur even 300 years after the first slaves were taken into America. would like to caution you that there is some strong language being used within the recordings that we shall be playing. them to be anything other than a slave. 
But they began to grow in number and in power, and eventually they fought their way to some freedom. So we became even more cruel, and to keep our black Americans down, we lynched. But yet they rose. So then we used the welfare system, the criminal justice system, to, to keep them down, to contain them, to destroy them, but yet they rose and they're rising. Then we built prisons and jails to hold them, yet they rose. And so now we are doing exactly what the Pharaoh did at the end. Sending out a decree, kill them. So until we admit that when we wrote this Constitution that all men are created equal, that we never intended to include our black brothers and sisters, our nation may end up facing exactly what the Egyptians faced when they refused to let God's people go. So I'm going to say this to my white fellow Americans, that the bloodshed that is on its way is not on the hands of our fellow black Americans, but is on our hands. We are the ones that are refusing to let God's people go. We are the ones that are refusing to acknowledge that we do not value our black brothers and sisters as equal individuals or equal Americans as there. Um, I know there's a, a lot of chaos happening in the world right now. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of people who are angry and rightfully so. Um, my heart is heavy um, and continuously breaking every day for the state of our world and for my brothers and my sisters. Uh, many of you have asked what you can do to help. And I can't tell you the answer, but what I can tell you and encourage you to do is to be kind, to see everyone as human, to love everyone, to respect everyone. And if you see someone not doing that, if you are a person not doing that, ask yourself, why am I not seeing people as human? And let's come together and figure it out. Okay? Love you. That's your job, to push women. That's just crazy. These are little girls. These are somebody's daughters. Maybe somebody's mother. Y'all gonna push your chest on them? I go to jail. I'll put my hands on her. That's just crazy. This is the line. Y'all gonna push girls? These are women. We protect our women. That's just crazy. It's just crazy. We gotta go back to the ones on the end. Cause they ain't got no tension over here. It's just crazy. Is it ass whooping time? Is that what happened? Did I miss something? Okay. It's ass whooping time.
This is the bar. This is what this is a community is calling for justice. Yeah, stay home, wear a mask, protect yourself. But if you're a black man, also don't go jogging, don't go bird watching if you want to protect yourself, and don't expect anyone to answer your cries to breathe. We're in the midst of a pandemic where the protection of life is being emphasized, where the preciousness of life is being emphasized, but we've seen three recent viral videos that fly in the face of that for the black community. And they have nothing to do with surviving a disease, but a black man simply surviving the day. Minneapolis, on edge, on fire. Another tense night with clashes between police and protesters, some forcing their way into and setting fire to a police precinct. The overnight escalation just hours after a highly anticipated press conference from the Hennepin County attorney ended without an announcement of charges against the police officers involved in the death of George Floyd. shot by a teenager girl. She says she's actually received a backlash for not doing more to intervene at the time. Remember, there's four cops on him. Now she's hitting back, posting this to Facebook, explaining, quote, I'm a minor. I'm 17 years old. Of course, I'm not about to fight off a cop I'm scared of. Instead of bashing me, thank me, because that could have been one of your loved ones, and you would want to see the truth as well. I want to get your opinion, but I also have to say Will Smith's... I think that it's, uh, it's sad in so many ways from the standpoint of the family uh, when you look at George Floyd and his family and you see uh, what that's done to them uh, just just a terrible thing it's uh, he was in tremendous pain obviously and uh, couldn't breathe it was very obvious to anybody that watched it it was a very very sad thing for me to see that uh, we also know that uh, most Policemen, you see the great job they do. They do a fantastic job, but this was a terrible insult to police and to policemen. 
And uh, I know the uh, Justice Department will, as you know, it's a local local case, but I know the Justice Department is also looking at it very strongly. Does that change your views around, like, the NFL protests? Say it again, I can't. Does that change your views around the NFL protest on this issue? They were peaceful protests. Does that change your, your, your yeah, stance on that Yeah, it should be a peaceful protest. I think really uh, the, in, in memory of uh, George Floyd, I think it should be peaceful. It's, uh, it's terrible. Uh, he, he spoke with his family today. Terrific people. Uh, I, I think it's so bad for the memory when you see a thing like that going on. And hopefully that won't happen tonight. And as you know, the National Guard has arrived and they're there, but hopefully everything will be uh, very different tonight. Last night was very sad on many different levels. Uh, yeah, please. The video of George Floyd comes out and I don't know what made that video more painful for people to watch. The fact that that man was having his life taken in front of our eyes, the fact that we're watching someone being murdered by someone whose job is to protect and serve, or the fact that he seemed so calm doing it, you know? Oftentimes we always told that police feared for their life. It was like a threat. And, and you know, you, you, you always feel like an asshole when, when you're like, you didn't fear for your life. How, why did you fear for your life? How did you fear? But now more and more we're starting to see that it's like, no, it doesn't seem like there's a fear. It just seems like it's, you can do it so you did it. There was a black man on the ground in handcuffs and you, you could take his life so you did. Almost knowing that there would be no ramifications. And then again, everyone on the internet has to watch this. Everyone sees it. It's, it floods our timelines as people. And, and I think one ray of sunshine for me in that moment was seeing how many people instantly condemned what they saw. Damn, I can't breathe. My voices are being quarantined. COVID-19, 60s to 16, 19. Jamestown choked me, sold me. Shackles hold me tightly by my neck. And I can't breathe again. 2020 ain't no fucking vision on your tail. I vision of why I'm living like a prejudged villain. CNN, Fox News commentating and debating why I can't fucking breathe again. How many times do I have to say this? I'm taking the gloves off because racism is the main deadliness that's contagious. I just got diagnosed and received a degree in criminology, but fuck your education. I don't want to learn shit from a nation that's racist. The definition of policing, overseeing property. I can't understand how the white man never understood how to handle the human properly. Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the noble Drew Ali spoke constantly, consciously, and cautiously.
Emo signing out. We will overcome. <laughs>